Want to stay up to date in scientific literature, drug information, and pharmacy-related news? You're listening to The Pharmacy 5, the top five things happening in pharmacy this week in five minutes or less. And now, here's your host, Assistant Professor of Pharmacotherapy and Board-Certified Ambulatory Care Pharmacist, Dr. Elizabeth B. Hearn. Hello, and welcome to Farm 5. The date is Friday, March 31st, 2023. Narcan will soon be available without a prescription because the FDA has approved it to move over-the-counter. The FDA has deemed the Narcan 4mg nasal spray safe and effective for use with little to no potential for abuse and simple enough to be administered in an opioid overdose emergency without expert medical training, even easy enough for kids to administer. There are a few labeling changes that could slow down this transition, but how quickly the products hit shelves will be up to how soon manufacturers can make those suggested labeling changes. This is huge for improving the public's regular access to this life-saving drug, but there are concerns that this means insurance plans will no longer cover the cost. OTC prices are expected to be around $50 a pop. As a reminder, this announcement only covers the 4 milligram nasal spray, so other naloxone forms will still require a prescription. New study results indicate that we could get higher doses of ribelsis soon. Ribelsis is the only oral GLP-1 agonist, semaglutide. The Pioneer Plus study showed that two higher doses are superior to what's already on the market. The already FDA-approved 14 milligram ribelsis tablets lower A1C 1.5% and result in about 4.5 pounds of weight loss. The studied 25 milligram tablets improved A1C reduction to 1.9% and weight loss was improved to about 7 pounds, while the 50 milligram tablets got a whopping 2.2% A1C reduction and 8 pounds of weight loss. We can't ignore that these ribelsis A1C lowering results finally put this oral option on par with injectables like Ozempic, which hits about 2.1% A1C improvement at the max dose. Novo Nordisk mentioned in their press release that GI-related adverse events were more common with these new 25 and 50 milligram doses, but exact rates are not available yet to really determine how well tolerated these doses will be. Changes to isotretinoin's iPledge REMS program are potentially in the works. Two key parts of iPledge are in discussion. First, prescribers are now required to counsel all isotretinoin users on contraception every 30 days, which the FDA Advisory Committee believes is too burdensome if it's clear the patient cannot become pregnant, like those who've had both ovaries removed. Most believe counseling with just the first prescription is adequate for this patient population. Next, patients who can become pregnant have only seven days after a negative pregnancy test to pick up their prescription. If that pickup window is missed, they have to wait 19 days for another pregnancy test before the medication can be picked up from the pharmacy. Most committee members voted that this 19-day waiting period is not necessary, but they've so far struggled to reach a consensus about a better plan. The World Health Organization stated that healthy kids and teenagers are low priority for COVID vaccines and may not need to get a shot depending on a country's disease burden. Anyone immunocompromised, including kids, are still a priority for vaccines and boosters, along with older adults, healthcare workers, and pregnant individuals. The vaccines are still safe and efficacious for all age groups, but the WHO is just hoping countries will prioritize COVID vaccines for higher risk populations. Additionally, the WHO is encouraging countries to prioritize other routine childhood vaccines that have been recently slipping, like measles, varicella, and pertussis. Right now, though, the CDC is still recommending all of these routine childhood vaccines plus the COVID vaccine for all kids in the U.S. Check the CDC's full childhood immunization schedule in our show notes. 
Finally, some bottles of Pradaxa are being recalled due to higher than acceptable levels of nitrosamine, which can be carcinogenic in high doses. Bottles of the anticoagulant Pradaxa or Dabigatran distributed by Ascend Laboratories from June to October 2022 are being recalled. It's vital to note that most patients should not miss doses of anticoagulant drugs. So if you've dispensed the recalled lot numbers seen in our show notes, you should act quickly to replace the medication or contact the prescriber for an alternative agent. If you have any of these lot numbers on hand, the FDA recommends quarantining the product immediately. Thank you to Drs. Crystal Hodge and Rolicky Neba for your contributions. That's all for this week, folks. Catch you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy 5. References for today's episode can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to contribute breaking news and hot topics in pharmacy, find your host on Twitter or TikTok at Liz Hearn PharmD. To receive your weekly update, follow our show, Pharmacy 5, wherever you listen. And we'll see you again next week.